is Today in History, November the 7th. On this day in 1917, Russia's Bolshevik Revolution took place as forces led by Vladimir Lenin overthrew the provisional government. And on this day in 1940, Washington State's original Tacoma Narrows Bridge, nicknamed Galloping Gertie, collapses into Puget Sound. And on this day in 1954, the CBS News program, Face the Nation, premiered with Ted Koop as its host. Its guest, Senator Joseph McCarthy. Today on the CBS Public Affairs program, Face the Nation. Through the eyes of this television camera, Senator Joseph R. McCarthy, Republican of Wisconsin, with correspondents across the country questioning him. Live from Indianapolis, New York City, and also here in Washington. Here's the moderator of Face the Nation, Ted Koop. And in 1962, Republican Richard Nixon, having lost California's gubernatorial race, held what he called his last press conference. You don't have Nixon to kick around anymore. Because, gentlemen, this is my last press conference, and I hope that what I have said today will at least make television, radio, the press recognize that they have a right and a responsibility that if they're against a candidate, give him the shaft. But also recognize if they give him the shaft, put one lonely reporter on the campaign who will report what the candidate says now and then. Thank you, gentlemen, and good day. On this day in 1980, the actor Steve McQueen, one of Hollywood's leading men of the 1960s and 70s and star of such action thrillers as Bullet and The Towering Inferno, dies at the age of 50 in Mexico, where he was undergoing an experimental treatment for cancer. In 1979, McQueen had been diagnosed with mesothelioma, a type of cancer related to asbestos exposure. It was later believed that the ruggedly handsome actor who had an affinity for fast cars and motorcycles might have been exposed to asbestos by wearing racing suits and on this day in 1991 basketball legend Irvin Magic Johnson stuns the world by announcing his sudden retirement from the Los Angeles Lakers um, because of uh, the HIV virus that I have attained uh, I will have to retire from the Lakers uh, today um I just want to make clear, first of all, that I do not have the AIDS disease, because I know a lot of you want to know that, but the HIV virus. Um, My wife is fine. She's negative, so no problem with her. I will now become a, a spokesman for the HIV virus, because I want people and young people to realize that they can uh, practice safe sex and... uh, you know, sometimes you're a little naive about it and you think it could never happen to you. Um, you only thought it could happen to, you know, other people and so on and on. And uh, it has happened, but I'm going to deal with it and my life will go on. Johnson, who is an African-American heterosexual, was one of the first sports stars to go public about his positive status. And on this day in 1943, Joni Mitchell is born. The moment I began to write, my music was not folk music. Performing solo with her acoustic guitar and long, straight blonde hair, the woman born Roberta Joan Anderson in Alberta, Canada, on this day in 1943, may have looked the part. But in truth, the only category that fits the groundbreaking singer-songwriter, better known as Joni Mitchell, is Duke Ellington's famous superlative, Beyond Category. 
Even as a child taking piano lessons, Joni Mitchell showed more interest in composing her own melodies than playing the pieces her teacher assigned for her. A bout with polio as a child had left Mitchell unable to form the chords with her left hand that her ear wanted to hear. So early on, she began experimenting with non-standard guitar tunings that would later become part of her signature sound. It was not as a performer, however, but as a songwriter that Mitchell would initially make her name. Even many of her biggest fans first heard Joni Mitchell's music as interpreted by Judy Collins, who made the hit Both Sides of Now, fully two years before Mitchell released her own recording of that song herself. In the later years, Crosby, Stills, and Nash would score a bigger hit with the Mitchell-penned Woodstock, as would hard rockers Nazareth with their 1973 cover version of This Flight Tonight from Mitchell's landmark album, Blue. Happy birthday to Joni Mitchell, born November 7th, 1943, on this day in history. Help me, I think 